So right. should we start with the most egregious offender? I think so. At yeah, first? Yeah, that's where, right, we'll start there because that's a good place. That's as good a place as any is to okay. start. Because, uh, you know, it has its moment. Well, um, we'll just get it started. Normally, right. normally we have a little bit of pre-roll, you know, some banter for no reason. But right. we'll just uh, roll right sure. into it. You are listening to Beer School. Yeah, I better start that again. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. You are listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some beer is made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and a whole day devoted to IPA. Woo! The best part about Beer School is... That's your cue. Beer school. No. The best part about beer school is... What is the best part about beer school? The homework. <laughs> the homework is beer. <laughs> You'll never forget that now. I know. <laughs> so we're, there's a thing that, that's come up, and it's uh, if you search for this on the interwebs, you can find a thing called IPA Day. And IPA Day was the brainchild of a couple of different people in the beer business that thought it was a great idea to have a day devoted to craft beer. Uh, the idea being take your friend and has – how did you put it? Uh, mine was take your dumbass friend who drinks light beer to a bar and buy him a kind of craft beer. Yeah. Which is a great idea. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful and honorable take on I mean, things. you should get a tax deduction for that. It's charity work. Yeah, it is charity work. I mean, you are taking and leading the beer snob of the world <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the sense of beer school. You know, we always call the beer snob the person who only likes one kind of beer. Yeah. Um, there's another kind of beer snob, but that's a different guy. Yeah. Uh, kind of a different show or a different topic, but we'll talk about that in a, f- in a future time. Uh, but anyway, IPA Day is the, you know, around the world. Uh, August 4th. August 4th. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> and Great day. Great day for yeah. IPA Day. And um, and so anyway, we're going to start off with an IPA to, to kick off the, the banter about uh, IPA Day. So we have in front of us possibly. The most egregious offender. Yes, of, of IPAs. Yeah, and um, and this is a really you know this is a wonderful IPA. I mean, if you're gonna fu- if you have to go seek out an IPA, this one's worth seeking out. And there's a, a few of them uh, in in the country uh, that I would put in this category. Like you've got to go find a way to try this beer. Pliny the Elder from Russian River. Yes, Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. It's the downtown stop. Get off at Fourth Street. Hang a wait Fifth Street, whatever street it Fourth is. Fourth Street. Fourth Street. Hang a left at the second light after you go underneath the mall. They built a mall over the road, which is actually a good use of <laughs> of over the road. It's good shading, yeah, you know, good for shading. when you're walking around town. Kind of like the big queue to be you know be prepared to turn left. Yeah. And then there's a parking lot right behind the brewery that you should be able to right. find a place in, or there's a big multi structure across from that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they have the coolest, the coolest um, parking enforcement car. Have you seen Santa Rosa's car? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> it looks like a Ghostbusters mobile. It's no got way. lights and cameras. And, and They take it seriously. They yeah. take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to put the picture of that there. <laughs> we're, 
<laughs> we were going to Boonville and we – you know, that's like one of the traditional stops, right? Yeah. So it's either Bear Republic or, or, or Santa Rosa, Santa Rosa yeah. and uh, – and uh, you know, go there. So anyway, we were we were there. We were there for the length of time, of a beer. Okay, it was two, and two pizzas, which is not very long. When we ordered the pizzas in advance, so when we showed up, there was pizza. Yeah, I know. I showed up, didn't order it in advance. Took me about an hour to get a pizza because the place is packed. And you <laughs> you show up five minutes later. You have a pizza in front of you. I was so pissed. <laughs> Next time, next time I'll next think time ahead. Like, yeah, I was like, just order ahead. We'll call them <laughs> up and go, hey, uh, we're on our way. Can we have two pizzas? You know, no, are they, they're not for pickup. They're for there. Like, yeah. well, we don't actually do that. I'm like, you are now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're on our way to Boonville. Come on, just do it. I'm like, okay. So uh, anyway, that's that's the uh, the beer that we had waiting, or the pizza that we had waiting for us. And the other thing that's kind of fun about Russian River when you walk into the place is that you go on the board and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a Pliny the Elder or a Blind Pig. And you're like, ah, dummy. No, That's... you're at the brewery. You can have all these other beers that never make it yeah. south of here. We're very spoiled. You know, so, and here's the thing with the, the Pliny, though actually wanting to have one, is that that's Pliny that's made in the pub. Mm-hmm. So it's on the different system, so it'll actually be a little slightly. Have you been to their production facility yet? No. I've just seen photos, but I still am amazed that they can't crank out, even after building a whole new warehouse, they can't crank out more of this stuff because people are just screaming for it. It takes 14 days to ferment. It takes a day to make. It's, uh, you know, it takes takes so much time for it to, um, I don't know if they filter it. Cheers. Cheers. And then uh, bottling day, Mm. you know, and that's all the time. So I have to admit, these bottles remind me a lot of West Africa with the reusable bottles. Yeah, well, those bottles don't get reused. They're uh, yeah. one way. It's a shame. You know what? I actually really, I almost kind of get depressed when I go to Santa Rosa because I always go to, to Russian River and I have never been to Third Street Hillworks. <laughs> and it is literally across the street, a block and a half away. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, how have I never been to this place? But I guess it's like uh, Dempsey's in Petaluma. It's like when I go to Petaluma, I go to Lagunitas. Right. I don't think about Dempsey's. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Poor Dempsey's. Well, I mean, whoever <laughs> even thinks of Dempsey's just because they're, you know, they're not on our radar. Um, uh, and at least not, I, I never see the beer in the city. So I see it at Barclays every once in a while in Oakland, but that was, that was I think, a, a chance occurrence. But how about this? Going to Boonville, right? Yeah. You don't really want to hit up Lagunitas or Moylan's on the way up because it's too early. I mean, you got to drive all the way to Boonville. So you want to hit up like Healdsburg or Santa Rosa, which is a little bit closer, so you mm-hmm. don't have as much to drive. But Cloverdale, right where you take in 128 to get to Boonville, is uh, Ruth McGowan's Brew Pub. Oh, right. And I went in there one time, and uh, Vinny from Russian River actually built the brewing system there. Okay. Like when he was first starting out, he he built the whole setup, and it looks beautiful. It's right in the center of the place. And uh, God damn, I was I was I was talking to the guy who owns the place, and he was talking about how he secretly has Coors Light on tap. <laughs> I'm like, well, why? He's like, well, you know this this town, I guess, just isn't really friendly with beer. And so he'll get a group of ten people coming in, and they'll ask for Coors Light, and if they don't have Coors Light, they'll leave. And he's like, so. I don't have it on the menu, but I have it underneath the table hidden, you know, so if someone does come in and want that kind of stuff, 
I'll have it as a backup. Well, you know, that's that's a really amazing uh, publican who's keeping track of of his patrons and making them happy. Because mm-hmm. uh, so many, well, not so many, but lots of places are basically like, oh, no, we're not, we don't have that. And they don't even apologize. They're like, yeah. no, we don't have that. Yeah. And the people are like, well, but that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, bringing that up, it, it's funny that you bring that up because Coors Light is the closest thing to an IPA as there is. Mm. I don't know if you've ever done it. Do a side-by-side of Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud, and, and Coors. So well, like the, in uh, like in the, Beer Wars? Do a blind taste test? Uh, no, you want to you want to see it. You want to see what you're drinking because it actually makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and you can, given the palate that you have that you've developed, mm. you can pull out the differences between those beers. And anyone who says that they're they all taste the same, totally mm. missing the point. Yeah. It's just that it's all in subtlety. Mm-hmm. And so we we uh, when we did this tasting. Uh, probably three years ago, we discovered that Coors Light was very IPA-esque. Mm. Had some of the same characteristics, although on a – Just the Christmas? One, the Christmas. The Christ, Christmas. <laughs> yes, the Christmas. <laughs> it has Christmas in it. Um, no, it's not a holiday spiced beer. <laughs> no, the crispness of it, the clean finish that it has, and there's a little bit of bitey in the very beginning, like a hop – like a like a hop edition, mm. uh, almost like a, a, a dry hop edition. Mm. So, um, and Budweiser is the sweetest of them all uh, in terms of, and what I mean by sweet, it's not sugarcane sweet. It's mm-hmm. just like has a has a sweetness to it, like a, uh, like Newcastle Brown. Mm-hmm. You know how that has that. Uh, Although it's not as pronounced, right? But uh, anyway, it's funny that that's their that's their beer that they want because that's pretty much a gateway beer to <laughs> to this crazy thing. So, so what you're saying is that when I go to a party, I should just bring a thirty pack Coors Light. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Kids will drink it. <laughs> they will. They will. <laughs> and then well, the other thing is, I don't have a problem with Coors Light at all. I think if if we were going to do a Really long session of trying to do uh, like oh you know how the the celebrator has that that in the back blind tasting of like twenty nine beers yeah. yeah those guys are you know doing something in between so that they can taste their their beer yeah and that's probably that they're either drinking water or Coors Light or something that is a, their reset that they can know that that's what that tastes like every single time yeah. I made the mistake of uh, going to Russian River one time, and the first beer I had was a supplication, <laughs> <laughs> which is, I think it's, uh, what is it, 9% or yeah. 8%, but it's a super sour beer. And yeah, after, I, I was like, this is phenomenal, but every beer after that tasted... Not so, not so phenomenal. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I needed a not reset or something. Right. Well, you know, that's when you should have gone down to 3rd Street and <laughs> had, something, had something more common. Have you had their beers? You know, the thing is, is that I don't drive anymore because mm-hmm. that's just not possible. Um, and it's not an economic thing. It's just that it's, you know, not possible. So where I'm kind of at the mercy of whoever, whatever. You go with. Wh- whoever I'm going with. And generally, nobody wants to go to anywhere but, you know, those 
right. the, 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 the famous places. Yeah, you're like, let's go to Third Street Ale Works. They're like, I'm driving. How about no? Yeah, how about we just uh, skip that idea? No. <laughs> no. Although I do, I do believe there is some promise. There's a Healdsburg Brewing Company, which I've been meaning to get to for a while. I mean, guy kind of runs it out of his garage from what I hear. Um, he just celebrated his third year anniversary. Um, That's awesome. I really want to go there because, I don't know, every time I go up there, it's the same thing. It's Bear Republic, Bear Republic. And I love seeing, like, the side of the race car and, like, seeing all the, all the tanks and everything. But I just need something different. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's that's why those other places are there. That's why Dempsey's is a de- pos- possible destination. Mm. That's why um, Taps and Petaluma is a place to, to remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why, you know, it's it's actually okay to go hang out at Lagunitas in the tap room mm-hmm. and hang there for the day and try stuff that, you know, doesn't make it down here. Or And speaking of Lagunitas, that's the brewery that IPA built. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they're 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 the strong brewery, you know. Yeah. They're the they're the you know seven percent or higher on everything kind of. When you brewery. walk, you walk into the the place, then to the warehouse, and it's IPA from floor to the ceiling on all the pallets. On all the pallets. Oh man, yeah. And you're like, wow, did I make the right left turn or what? <laughs> I was actually up there with some friends, and uh, we're being shown around. And God, it was it took all my energy not to just. I get banned from Lagunitas for the rest of my life by just like grabbing a case and hauling it out of there. They probably would have said that's eighteen dollars, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can have all the IPA you want. Just that's pay where for I it. actually got my wedding um, beers. I bought three kegs from Lagunitas, and uh, I figured you know we were just having beer and wine. We'll have like one pale ale, and then the, the rest of them will be super hoppy or super strong. Yeah. They were all drained. I mean, it was it was 170 people, and I think the Irish band we hired actually drank most of the keg. <laughs> Good for the Irish band. <laughs> yeah, I think they were still hanging out at one in the morning. But yeah, Lagunitas has been hop, hop, hop. You know, like hop stupid over yeah. 100 IBUs. They've got a what was it? The fusion they put out near SF Beer Week that was. Uh, I was talking to Mike, their sales oh, guy, that was good. and he was saying that they actually lost like 60 bucks per keg. In money because of how many how much hops they put in that. That thing. beer was delicious. Yeah, it was. Oh, as uh, long as Fusion was is on somewhere, I was going there. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, actually, we were at uh, Rose and Crown down in Palo Alto, and someone was like, "Wow, this is a lot like you know Pliny the Younger." And I was like, "Holy shit, it might actually be better." <laughs> yeah. Pliny the Younger is a beer that Russian River makes once a year, and it's known as a triple IPA, but it looks like. Uh, it looks like a gold. Not it's not golden color like this, but it's straw color. Mm-hmm. You know, really yellow looking beer. And so you might just you might mistake it for something not ten percent. Yeah. No, it's actually eleven percent. I call them sneaker beers, where you're <laughs> you're drinking it and you're like, oh, this is great. And then after three, you're like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Hello. <laughs> wow, you're cute. Yeah. Oh wait, you're the bar tab. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Picking up the bar tab. That's just, <laughs> that's just how many Pliny's it takes. Yeah, but there's there's Pliny the Younger. It comes out, I think, like the first or second week of February, yeah. uh, right during SF Beer Week. Every year it comes out. It's chaos. It's kind of a lot like, um, what is it, uh, Three Floyds? Dark Lord. Dark Lord Day. It's just as hectic. Uh, they released it last year, and it was just chaos. They said you could have four growlers. 
Um, Growler started going on sale on eBay, and they're not going to be good by the time no. they get to whoever bought them. But it was just it was crazy. So then this year they had a lot better as far as like we're going to only serve two kegs a day. If those kegs get tapped. That's it for the day. And we're only serving 10-ounce pours. You can't buy a growler. Good for them. Yeah. There, Although, was, there was a bottle that still ended up on eBay. Was there? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, somebody takes a bottle mm. that they've – that they've. Uh, let's just say that they did it right. Mm. They t- took a bottle. They pre-sanitized it. They put it in a wrapper. Yeah. And then they took their funnel that was also ready to go. And they bought two – Two ten ounce ten pours. Ounces, and they poured them into their one of those, and then capped it right away. And capped it right away. Cap it on foam. That could actually make it. Yeah. But there's like <laughs> no, and, and the thing is that uh, as a home brewer, we've done way worse mm. in 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 trying to get beer into a bottle. You know what's crazy though is that if you buy it on eBay, yeah, the way they get around the eBay laws is you're buying the bottle. Yeah, the it's a collector bottle. The collector or, bottle. Yeah. So you could theoretically get like a two-liter bottle like a, or get a growler, yeah. seal it like crazy, fill it full of Coors Light and be like, Russian River Growler filled with Pliny, you know, and then <laughs> sell it to them. And what are they going to complain about? They're, yeah, that you misrepresented the growler. Yeah, but if they complain, then it's like, well, you weren't buying alcohol. You were buying the bottle. The commemorative. The you can be like, well, this bottle used to have Pliny in it. Well, no, you don't even have to say that. You just have to say <laughs> – Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> this we bought this growler uh, at Russian River when we were drinking Pliny the Younger, <laughs> you know, and imply that there's yeah. that's in it. But yeah, just have it show up empty. I <laughs> yeah. said commemorative bottle. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's crazy what this what the what the buzz is around this beer, mm. uh, and I think part of it is because uh, it's not accessible. Like I met some guys that had flown in from Florida to try it you know and they were on their way younger younger mm. they flew in from florida they were distributors and they were like what's the buzz about this oh well we got some miles we'll go so they they get here they're hanging out at monk's kettle yeah they are drinking you know they're doing a tour it's actually a proper tour i'm pretty impressed with what they what they had had and uh they said yeah we're going up to there what what time do you think we should leave i'm like you're not there now mm. you know because tomorrow's opening day and there's a you, line there's a line and if you aren't in line by, I wanted to say ten, you're not going to get younger. Yeah, and, I, that was, I, and that was pretty much it. I mean, you could follow you follow the peeps on Twitter, yeah. you know, and they were like, "Yeah, we're in line," and they showed the picture, and it was like line down the block, crazy. I learned the hard way because it was released on a Friday. I got three buddies. We rented a hotel room in Petaluma. We were going to drive up to Santa Rosa, have younger. I had never had it before. Get younger. Go back, hang out at Lagunitas, crash at the hotel room. And uh, we got there Saturday morning at right when they opened, 10 or 11 a.m., and they say, we ran out of growlers, like the bottles, at 4 o'clock. We ran out of the beer at 6 o'clock yesterday. <laughs> so uh, this is when uh, Russian River still did it. We ended up getting growlers of supplication, which oh. was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it was great. When I was up there recently, they don't do growlers as supplication anymore, which is probably a good idea. Uh, I think that's a good idea. You know, having <laughs> having that big beer uh, go out the door in a growler, yeah. not not something you want to oh. do. And there's uh, Troy McClure SF who just bought a growler of Cafe Racer 15 from Healdsburg. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So 
We've got Russian River, Lagunitas, and Stone down in San Diego. Yeah. West Coast IPA. I mean, all these places were built on hops. That's right. Well, and even, you know, even uh, uh, our local 21st Amendment, right. we were just there. I mean, that place was uh, epicenter for really great IPA for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And the ballpark has kind of decimated that mm. experience. They just they just can't keep enough uh, IPA that's made in the brewery um, yeah. at the same time. Same place. Have pallets of cans in the corner or something. <laughs> well, they have pallets of cans to a point, but even, you know, like the Mets are in town today, right? Yeah. And they were already starting to show up, and it's not even game for five more hours, and the place was packed. Yeah. I remember showing up at the first time I went to 21A was after a Giants game. They only had three beers on tap because they had run out of everything else, or maybe it was four beers, but it was just like, what? Like, yeah, you're, how do you not prepare for this? But I guess uh, you just well, you just can't produce. You know, enough. it could be. Well, here's the, this is the joke or the running joke is that it takes 14 days to ferment a IPA, and the kids drink it in nine. <laughs> <laughs> can't make you it know, fast that's, enough. That's the, that's the problem with the 15 barrel system. Yeah. Right. I mean, when you do the math on that, that's three kegs a day. Yeah. Right. And you're done in. You're done. Can't produce it fast enough. No. Well, you just got to get a bigger brewery, knock out some walls, or have bigger fermenters, you know, brew a couple times a day. Expand. So the other thing that I've noticed, because uh, I get to see dumbassery all the time, Mm. you know, because of the ballpark, (laughs) uh, a lot of times people look up at the beer board and they see all these funny names. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what those funny names are. And the little the text over on the side that describes something. Mm-hmm. And the person's like, bartender's like, hey, what do you want? And they're like, uh, 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 four IPAs. Because they can see that. Yeah. And they know. Well, it's standing out there, obviously. Yeah. Just IPA, big block letters. Right. And so it's the easiest thing on the board to order. Mm. And so a lot of times these guys taste this and like, you can see them making faces because <laughs> it's just a big hoppy beer. It's not what they were expecting. No, they were no. expecting what they had at the ballpark. Is that why uh, 21A now has that like uh, blue collar beer, whatever it's called? Oh. Uh, it says, hello, my name is. Oh, <laughs> the Conventioneer. Yeah, Conventioneer. The Conventioneer. What a funny beer that is. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe uh what that thing is it's it's kind of a pale which is odd because there's also another pale on mm. there oh that was i'm sorry that was lagunitas that's delicious beer by the way yeah the yeah. Um, new dogtown pale wow if you're gonna have pale skip sierra nevada and <laughs> and and i mean that in all respect because it's a different beer yeah. and tr- and do yourself a favor and try new dogtown pale it's wonderful yeah especially during the summer all right. So anyway, you see these guys, they, they, they order the simplest thing on the menu and they're mm. just unhappy. The flip side of that is that, that the guys in the ballpark are starting to catch on to, to one of the, the code words, ABV. Mm. And they go down the list and they see something that's 7.8. And they're like, I'll take those. <laughs> and they don't even care what the style is. No. They don't even care what it... It could be an Imperial Stout and they'd be like, sweet! (laughs) It could be... Yeah, it could be an Imperial Stout. It could be... They'd hate themselves, but they'd be happy. Yeah. Pint of Imperial Stout. (laughs) Yes, please. 
actually pint of imperial stout the other day it was uh drake's oh there's another brewery that built ipa yeah that ipa built drake's uh they won a gold medal back in the 90 no 2000 2000 2002 2001 right yeah 2001 or two i don't remember i'm not going to look it up either but uh no, that 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 brewery did that. So we were, anyway, we were drinking. Um, uh, what was the name of that beer? It was a cask version of it. It was a Tornado, and it was called Their Imperial Stout. Yeah. Mm. Hold on, I'll think of it in a second. It's not Draconic, is it? Yeah, Draconic. Okay, that's delicious. Yeah. Well, some hints of chocolate, some <laughs> and a lot of hops. I was at a Mexican restaurant in East Oakland, and they had that on tap. I was so amazed. <laughs> Yeah, I got a pint of it right away. I was like, uh, three fish tacos and a pint of that. A pint of Draconic. <laughs> draconic is like a 10%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> and uh, it must be, I want to say it must be 60, 70 IBUs. Yeah. Because it's so large a beer. <laughs> yeah, they really know how to build them. So, well, anyway, so the kids are the kids are catching on to to this stuff and they're drinking IPA possibly not because it's IPA you know not because of the the floral uh hoppy aroma but just because they're confused just because they well they they're 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 ordering by numbers yeah just fine when at some point I guess but hey if you get one out of ten that's one more person that loves craft beer right yeah but I mean you're right I mean it's there's so many beer lovers out there I mean when people come to the West Coast from the East Coast or the Midwest and they're like, what should I get? I'm always like, Arrogant Bastard, Pliny the Elder, like Lagunitas IPA, Hop Stupid, yeah. you know, just, just all these super hoppy beers because I feel like that's the region's style. Right. But what I don't really consider is the fact that maybe they're not used to this kind of beer and maybe they'd be better off if, you know, maybe they don't like hops. Maybe, they, maybe they'd like something more like a porter, you know, right. like a very smooth kind of... Well, the other thing that's happened is that, that a lot of the, the beer that we're talking about has reached uh, wide distribution. So Torpedo, you can get that in, in Atlanta mm. and on the and other places on the East Coast. Um, and you can get Sierra Nevada pretty much everywhere now. You can get uh, a lot of the – what was Ron saying about Lagunitas? They're in like – 18 states or 30 states. They're just about to go into Chicago or they are in Chicago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, oh, and my dad, who's a train buff, they have a, because they're going into Chicago, there's the Zephyr line, the Amtrak line that goes from the Bay Area or maybe it's Seattle to Chicago. Oh, that's the Empire Builder. Anyway, one of those train lines is called the Zephyr line. And on their logo, they have a train. And my dad, who's like the super train guy, is like, that's not the Zephyr line. And I'm just like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Like, <laughs> like kind of, nobody cares. Uh, well, actually, Motor would care if he was here. But yeah. He might actually chime in about that logo <laughs> problem. <laughs> Funny. Um, but anyway, IPA is, is a style that we're seeing escaping California, mm-hmm. uh, where this big hoppy kind, uh, this big hoppy, the big hoppiness. Uh, the West Coast the IPA. The West Coast IPA. And, you know, part of this comes from the fact that the hops is here. Yeah. Right? You know, so what do you do with hops that's fresh? Well, make more beer. Yeah, yeah. Or you just 
Hey, I got hops coming out my ears. Oh, well, let's use double the amount. Yeah. Why? Because I got hops coming out my ears. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> a great idea. Yeah, I know. Uh, you ever been to Hoplin? Mm-mm. So uh, Mendocino Brewing was in Hoplin. And uh, right now it's actually uh, uh, Adam from Linden Street is working with his landlord down in uh, West Oakland who actually owns that building up in Hoplin mm-hmm. on 101. And they're starting up Hoplin Brewing. I think it's called Hoplin Brewing, but they're basically he's driving up there. I think like once or twice a week to get that off the road because they really uh, Mendocino. I think brews just solely out of Ukiah now. Yeah, and I remember going into Hoplin and going into Mendocino Brewing. That place is a museum. It's like half of it is just swag, and the other half was like a really depressing bar. So the guy didn't renew the lease and kicked him right out of there, <laughs> which is, I don't know, I think that's great. <laughs> but there's also the the winery called the Hop Kiln, mm-hmm. which used to be a kiln. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the main hop producing place, and it's it's great. They still got all the towers. They've got everything. They got pictures from them. There's like all these guys in Depression era like overalls, just shoveling like you know <laughs> snow bites. shovels full of hops, and it's like. Jeez, like, yeah. that's amazing. It is amazing. Well, there's... Should we... Uh, you have to... Yeah, you mind if I crack we'll, another one? Crack, on crack open another should beer. We, uh, should we crack open the bison? Yeah, I think so. That's appropriate. <laughs> okay. So long as, help, that'll as help long as steer the decision or the conversation back to... Uh, to uh, IPA day? Yeah. Well, so let's steer the conversation. I think that the, that's a great thing that they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, as long as, you know, as long as it's... Uh, you know, mule those hops down to the Bay Area. You know, bring that stuff where people can enjoy it because there's a reason why it was the way it was uh, up until, you know, you don't if you don't have a population that's going to support your brewery mm. and your bar and your local, then it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this uh, beer right here is uh, Organic IPA from Bison. It's, uh, it says single hop series Willamette. Ops. Willamette. They Willamette. They IPA out of Willamette? Yeah. How's that possible? Well, we're about to find out because I've never had it. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's a weird hop to make an, an IPA out of. No, because it tastes like grass. Yeah. It smells like grass. It smells like, yeah, freshly, freshly cut grass. <laughs> Have you ever put your head in a bag of that stuff? It's like, no. yeah, it's like, it's like you just cut the lawn. <laughs> and you put it in the plastic bag and you're like, you're dumping one more in there. That's what. At least you don't get all itchy from it though. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, at least you're going to use some, use it instead of just putting it into the mulcher or the, <laughs> or the, uh, the, uh, what do they call that? Anyway, Will of it. What was he thinking? Okay. I'm about <laughs> to try it. I got to finish this wonderful Pliny first because yeah I'm a I have my habitual fast drinker so uh keep up <laughs> yeah okay fine <laughs> this is such a I'm just like in awe Willamette <laughs> you know my dad for the longest time growing up you know because it was before TV thought that it was Yo's Might Sam <laughs> Yo's Might Sam <laughs> he was so stunned when they are like when TV came out and they are like Yosemite Sam he's like <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> but when he says it, I'm like, wow, it does kind of look like Yo's Might. <laughs> Yo's oh, Might. So, so, well, here, here's the thing on the side. So yeah. we, 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 often we read the bottles of these things. and So here it is. It's uh, 
For our 22-ounce IPA brews, we play around a bit. We brew the same malt profile each time but experiment with different hops, kind of like research, air quotes, for beer aficionados. I think I spelled aficionados wrong. (laughs) Nope. Made you look. (laughs) A noble study of hop flavor and aroma. Check out the nectar for this bottle's hop variety. I hope you like the series. Signed, Dan Del uh, Grande. Grande. Oh, that explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> Owner and brewer. Yeah. Bottled uh, in Ukiah, California. Certified organic by CCOF. You know, they share equipment with uh, with Mendocino. I wonder if there's like a, you know how you have to, it's three years before your farm can be certified organic. Yeah. I wonder if you brew non-organic beer on the same nothing, system. Nothing to do with that. I mean, it's stainless, right? There's no, there's no flavor. Scrape the there's shit no out flavor of it. imparted. There's no residual imparted. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to use a <clears> caustic <throat> on the side of the tank once in a while, but that's <clears> just normal brewing. You know, that's like scaling your uh, scaling your uh, coffee maker <clears> or descaling your yeah. coffee maker. Why do I know all this? <laughs> <laughs> You and I need to go on Jeopardy. <laughs> well, no. The thing is, you know, here's the crazy. I started the show four years ago. Yeah. With, with the idea of I was, you know, I wanted to do something to learn about being a host. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh yeah, beer. I know a lot about beer. Sure, well, let's talk about beer. Ha! Didn't know very much about beer. <laughs> and you know, just being part of this on a on a recurring basis has really, and has really shown. Uh, shown that I didn't know a lot about it. Now, you know, having brewed and been around and home brewed mm-hmm. and uh, really been part of the community, uh, my knowledge has gone from like, you know, the bottom of here to pretty much filling this 22. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's something else I run into, like when I run into people that haven't really ex- like gotten into beer that much. It's like, I was, a, I was an idiot when I first got into beer, honestly. We all were. Oh, no. I like... I had the the most bonehead comment ever. I think I think I have I've taken the cake, and a buddy of mine called me out on it, and I was like, and I've just remembered it the rest of my life. So I I tell the story to people that like aren't really that into beer, and they're like, oh, I don't know if I should talk about beer, and it's like, dude, I was an idiot at some point. And the bonehead comment was, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of ales or lagers. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, ales and lagers, and then there's porter and stout and you know, IPA and blah, That's blah, blah. brilliant. <laughs> I was just... And you then, should put that on a shirt. Not a big fan of ales <laughs> or lagers. My <laughs> buddy sent me a message back. It was just like, all beers are ales or lagers. Or lagers. <laughs> Oops. And some beers, some beers are brewed. Actually, Anchor is an interesting thing because it's brewed, it's brewed uh, upside down. Yeah, you know it's like how does it go? I'm gonna get this wrong, so I'm not even gonna say this. But it's mm. it uses a, a yeast that you wouldn't normally use for that style of beer. Cool. All right, I've got one more swig. Swig. So the whole idea, right, is to I don't. I mean, like I hate parallels to the wine industry because when I hear wine industry, I think exclusivity and all that. And so when I hear like, oh, the wine industry does this, we should do it, I kind of just shut down. 
Well, what is they're going to do? They have Chardonnay Day. That's what that's what the post said. The post was like, oh. wine industry has stuff like Cabernet Sauvignon Day. So we're doing this, and it's like, you know, well, you know, Chardonnay Day. I can see because it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's the maybe so it's got that going for maybe it. Maybe that's the thinking here is that IPA, IPA Day, a day. Yeah. A day, right? Yeah. So uh, a day, a day. Uh, help, help. Um, but the idea is, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's necessary to do this. I mean, the idea of beer being the common drink Mm. back in the day, to use the day word, uh, this is what everybody drank to get through stuff because here's what we knew. Because the water was poison. <laughs> right. If you drank water, you were going to die. <laughs> you get giardia, amoebic dysentery, bacterial dysentery. You'd, you'd basically crap your pants out. Yeah. And if you drank beer, uh, small beer, porter, uh, what's the other commoner style? Um, they did a – it was when you got some of everything. Oh, Right, and it was basically like you wanted a mix, but it was instead of buying a uh, a a pint that cost you a dollar, you got a pint that was made from the the better beer, mm-hmm. and then it got mixed down. That might be what the pale style mm-hmm. started as. There was a bartender at Barclays that could do, you know, like a a double layer, like yeah. you know, and there's triple layer. This guy could do four layers. Wow. Four layers in one pint glass. How? He's just like, you just got to know the, you know, yeah. basically the density. Yeah. And so it was basically like barley wine, imperial stout, IPA, pale ale. And I, I held that pint glass up to the light and yeah. you could see the four layers. Wow. And I was just like, this well, is, and it, it's actually kind of weird because you're, you're first you're drinking it and you're like, oh, this is good. And then you get to the IPA and you're like, oh, even better. And then you get to the imperial stout and you're like, Oh, that's thick. And then the last part is barley wine, and you're like, oh. Like, Slow down. Yeah. All right. So here's my first sip of this Wilmot <laughs> IPA. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, I kind of laugh a little bit. Yeah. Just because I, I understand the whole series. I understand the idea of the single series, right? Yeah. But this is ridiculous. You don't make an IPA out of this hop. It's, th- it's an aroma hop. It's a finishing hop. It's You can dry hop with it. It doesn't go in the boil, as near as I know. I mean, I've never, I've never known a brewer that used it as a primary hop. I think this is their only single hop IPA too. I don't think. I, I mean, I haven't seen. So, yep, smells like grass. <laughs> Wait till you taste it. Yeah, that's just not an IPA. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you can call it that, but it's not. It says it's six percent. There's no indication of the IBUs. If it's twenty, I'm surprised. You know, this actually reminds me a lot of uh, when I was at Lagunitas last, and I just smelled the the hop pellets. You know, but yeah, there's no IBU. No measurement on this. Well, you want to scratch it and get another one? No, I want to. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> here's an interesting thing. While you mentioned, yeah, scratch it, and get another one. Mm. It's not really fair to the beer to just take two sips of it and say, you know what, it's not my thing. Uh, Because to really understand the beer that you're that you're that you're drinking is that you should drink the whole pint. You should commit to that whole thing because it changes over time as it warms up. There may be different no a different nose characteristic. The other thing is that I just got through drinking Pliny, which is a way (laughs) 
You know, it's a hundred IBU beer. <laughs> we should have had some water. <laughs> you know, we didn't. We didn't. Is start. that really a hundred IBUs? Uh, it's up there. Eight percent. I don't see an IBU measurement. But you have to, you know, you have to give a beer a chance because. Oh, and look, there's no E in Pliny. <laughs> have I been spelling it incorrectly with an E all this time? <laughs> hmm, my spelling checker did not uh, flag this problem. <laughs> okay, there's no E in Pliny. Mm. <laughs> Pline, no E. Linny. Linny. Pline, no E. No, it's Pliny. That's how Vinny just uh, pronounces it. So that's the official pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But so, you have to you have to go through you have to go to the bottom because mm-hmm. I think that there's stuff that happens in the glass uh, over time that you just you become more used to it your tongue adjusts to what it's tasting mm-hmm. uh, uh, the aroma and the aroma plays a big part of this but the other thing is that hops is a is a salt is an assaulting flavor mm. so the very first time it hits your tongue you're like ah can't stand it and then the next time you try it it's another flavor and then you know by the time you get to halfway down uh you've you've become used to that painting uh that's there and i know this from a couple of ipas that i that i've tried recently that i just like i didn't like the way that it was it was just so uh caustic yeah it that's the best way to describe it yeah and it just felt like an assault. And then if I let it change, not feeling assaulted anymore. Mm-hmm. So, World IPA Day. You have these people coming in at 21A, drinking the IPA, not knowing what they're getting. It might turn them off from craft beer for the rest of their lives. Right, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, well, the better... You know, here's the thing. Just to say, here, drink this. Okay, mm. that's not fair. Yeah. Right. Because we're not we're not considering what the person already likes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, good example is uh, somebody's mom. Mm. <laughs> you don't uh, like my mom? <laughs> no, I'm just using. I don't want to name the mom because it's not fair. But and but she'll know if she's listening. She'll go, oh yeah, I know all about this. Mm. Right. So somebody's mom. Mm. Uh, she was like, I don't like the I don't like the beer my son makes. Oh. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. He hasn't given you a proper tour because he's make he makes wonderful beers. He's like, but I don't like I don't like what he keeps bringing me. Yeah. Like, what's he bringing you? It was like, you know, and it was stuff like Rodenbach Grand Crew, and it was oh. stuff like it was uh, some some imperial stout, and then this other thing from Belgium, which was delicious, but you know, if you're just challenged. starting out, yeah. And I'm like, so what beer do you like? And she said, well, I like Newcastle Brown. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I had this piece of paper and I wrote it down. I'm like, Newcastle Brown. And I'm like, okay, so from here to here, then you should try. Uh, and I made this tree, and I'm not going to describe so the tree. You basically I, wrote out a, like a music genome project for beer. Yeah. For the brown ale. For her. No, no, <laughs> for, for her. her. Yeah. Because I said, well, what's the next beer that you like? And she's like, I like this. I'm like, what's the next beer? And I'm like, oh, so the, what? And mm. I made this. So she was so happy. And she took, well, this is the other part that's great. So her local beer store mm. was High Time in Huntington Beach. High, High Time is one of the premier uh, uh, online 
I need a bottle, weird bottle of tequila mm. or weird bottle of whatever, you can go through the catalog there and find it. And it's no more expensive than if you bought it local. Mm-hmm. You know, that plus shipping or whatever. So anyway, I'm like, oh, you're totally set. You can get all those beers that are on this list. Right. And she was so excited because she was going to. You she, try them out? Yeah. She had a map and she's like, <laughs> you know, the next time I saw her, I was like, this is my new favorite beer. It is, you know, way down here over in the. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, it took a while for her to get there. But so what? And that's the danger of this. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, you shove this in front of somebody's face without, without pretext. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no foreplay. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? That's often more fun than the uh, the end part. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, or the middle part. But yeah. you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. everyone's like, "What do you mean? <laughs> you don't know it, dude?" <laughs> well, I, you know, and I'm convinced that flirting is still the best part of the whole. Yeah, teasing. <laughs> yeah, teasing. Because then you but, get to find the boundaries. You get to find, you know, don't poke me there. <laughs> <laughs> Was it getting hot in here? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Let's take this off and take this off. All right. <laughs> no, we're not going there. This so, is recorded in San Francisco, but we're not going yeah, there. Yeah. So my whole thing is, uh, I guess, I don't understand the specific style because, I mean, there are so many styles of beer now. It just doesn't seem right to have just one style on one day. And that's that's just me, but I, I'm a more of a fan. Like, it sounds more grassroots for me if it's, like, some guy at a bar thought this up and yeah. that's, that it caught on. Like, Burning Man. Like, Burning Man. Like I'm going to go to the beach and burn shit. And it's like, oh, people started showing up. Hey, let's go to the middle of the desert. And, and burn all shit. This, yeah, and burn shit. <laughs> and it ends up being huge. You know, yeah. that that's, that's like grassroots. And then grassroots. other people are like, yeah, I don't like going to Burning Man anymore because it's just too big. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? They burn too much shit? No, there's just all these rules now. I'm like... Uh, don't put your hand in the fire. Like that's still a rule. <laughs> Watch right? out for cars. Watch out for cars. Oh. Uh, make sure to wear goggles when putting lighter when igniting lighter fluid. Yeah. Um, Clean your needles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I'm more of a fan of the buy your friend who doesn't drink craft beer a craft beer day, and let's make it a Friday or a Saturday. Well, let's make it a Saturday. Let's make it a Saturday. Be during the day, can be during the evening. Uh, Thursday's weird. I mean, Thursday's the beginning of the weekend, mm. and every place that I ever go to on a Thursday, packed to the walls. Mm. Well, Thursday is like the the college day. I mean, Thursday at, at my college was the party day because yeah. people would call in sick on Friday and have three day weekends. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's the beginning <laughs> of the weekend. So I was I was thought people who partied on Thursdays were like. Know, fraternity and sorority girls. Oh no, it's just that that's the, that's the day. Mm. You know, if you're gonna do an office thing, because like a lot of people are like, no, I'm gonna go home, and mm. on Friday they're like, I'm out of here, just mm. done. Mm. And Thursday is the I don't want to hang out. I don't want to hang. I don't want to go. Been working here for forty hours. Yeah, <laughs> let's get out of here. Uh, but Thursday, Thursday's weird. I mean, you know, from an, from a and I hate to use this word, but we'll use it. Uh, industry from an industry point of view, the better days are Monday when nothing's going on. Anyway, right? Right. Drag no people. festivals. There's no there's nothing. no festivals. There's nothing going on. Tuesday is okay, uh, although that's some people's movie night. Yeah, making yeah, Jack London Square half off all movies yeah. all Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, 
right? So there's that. <laughs> you know, because it's a you know it's the weird day. It's the day that like people are like nobody wants to go out. Nobody no. wants to go out because mm-hmm. they're in the middle of their week. Gotta watch know, Murder She Wrote on TV. You know the thing that's really funny about Murder She Wrote? What? If they just didn't invite her, then nobody would have died. <laughs> Problem solved. Like oh. Crap, let's mm. see. There's 70 versions of her showing up at some friend's place and mm. somebody got axed. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We're not inviting – what was her name? Not inviting oh. Mildred to our party. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it Angela? No. I never watched yeah. it. I always saw the beginning. It was the typewriter part. And I'm like, okay, yeah. she's or writing she's on a typewriter. It's like Doogie Hauser for old people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking – Speaking of, you know, here's the thing. We should. This is a rule. This is way off topic, but here's the thing: never go back and watch shows from your childhood as an adult. Mm, I beg to differ. Okay. So, okay. It uh, does ruin your childhood. It changes it. It changes your perspective. Okay. I have perfect examples of where it was good and where it was bad. Okay. okay. Here's my example of where it was bad. Okay. Go. Right? So my thought was. I was a big, big fan of the show Night Stalker. Mm. Night Stalker was on for a season. Mm-hmm. There's like 15 episodes of this thing. And it was – that was it you know, because they ran out of monsters and they <laughs> ran out of <laughs> – they used them all. Yeah. Um, and I – you know, it was scary. It was edge of your seat kind of thing, you know, don't look away kind of stuff. And, and uh, so then I go back and re-explore it later on and it's like, what a pathetic show. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's the writing is there. It's really well written, but it's just bad '70s TV. <laughs> and so my idea was to uh, recreate the Night Stalker using just kind of a gorilla cam technique, mm-hmm. you know, and just do it with some HD cams and somebody else, and go and shoot it around San Francisco because we have all the, you know, there's Chinatown, there's Japantown, there's the beach, there's the the other stuff. Be great. It would be really fun, right? Yeah. But uh, I'm not watching Night Stalker as a reference material. Yeah. I watched a couple of them. Like, stop! You'll never make this show if you keep watching it. Yeah. They, uh, mine was uh, X Men. I always wondered why Gambit was my favorite X Men, and I watched the animated series again yeah. as an adult. I wonder. I hate Wolverine. He can't actually kill anyone <laughs> because it's a children's cartoon. So all he does is like. He pulls his claws out and he goes, I'm going to rip your head off. And then he gets shot by a laser. But Gambit can just like throw cards at people and shoot them. You know? uh, right. it's, it's great because they just well, get knocked out. But or, Wolverine uh, is a really strong character in the comics. Yeah, but in the animated series, he yeah. all he can do is destroy robots. He's a wuss. <laughs> yeah. With Okay, so you were given uh, undestructible claws yeah. that come out of your undestructible skin. Yeah. And all you can do is smash robots. Yeah. Well, I mean, every time you try and kill someone, you get knocked out by something. Because if you actually did kill someone, they would get pulled off of Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, or uh, how about this? I had I had the movie Labyrinth ruined for me when I was in college because I used to watch. I used to rent that movie or get it out of the library this all is the, the time. One with David Bowie, right? Yep. And uh, uh, what's that hot chick's name? She's hot now. Uh, she was in Requiem for a Dream. Jennifer Connelly. Oh. So oh, yeah. okay, so, so I'm watching. This. Wait, 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 hold on. Huh? Child actor, requiem for a dream. Yeah. Okay, I, that's I sort of like. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that sort of wrecks it. Also, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, why did they cast her? Hmm, okay. I, yeah. Uh, there's. Just, was, it was when she was first starting out, but I got to freshman year in college, and someone's like, "Oh, dude, 
you like you like you like Labyrinth? I'm like, yeah, I love Labyrinth. It's a great trippy movie. And he goes, you know, you can see David Bowie's dong the whole time. What? I had never noticed it. And now, now, you, and now you can't what, unsee it. I cannot see it. Now whenever <laughs> I watch the movie, it's like, of course, he's wearing like spandex pants, like loose spandex. So it's like it's David Bowie's dong the entire time. I I just yeah. It's uh it's ruined for me. Now you've just but ruined then I, it for everybody. <laughs> but then I watch, you know, like I grew up watching the tick too. And the tick is my favorite superhero of all time. And I rewatch the cartoons and they're just as funny as they are yeah. now. I mean Oh the tick was the tick is a very uh, fortunately, that was hands off. Yeah, you know the there was very little studio involvement in that. Yeah, They're yeah, like, very a movie about a tick or a show about a tick, yeah. a giant blue tick. Do whatever you want with a moth. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you want. Actually, the one show that well, I discovered it as a as an adult mm. uh, is the Powerpuff Girls. Oh God, <laughs> it's just the funniest show in the yeah. world, right? And it's just stupid writing and the whole thing. And it turns yeah. out that. One of my friends had a daughter. She was 12, and it was her favorite show. And I was talking with her about the show. And she mm. was chattering on and on. And I'm like, yeah, but what about this? And she's like, how do you know about that? Mm. Like, just so surprised. Yeah. But that was the demographic of the show. Yeah. Uh, the Comedy Central people said that it was the strangest thing that they ever had a property for because it was 25 and up males. And <laughs> And eight to twelve girls. <laughs> Maybe it's like Teen Titans, where you get all the kind of like creepy dudes with windowless vans watching the TV show. No, I think it was just uh, liking the show. <laughs> there was a great, great Brian Potion stand-up where he's like talking about Britney Spears concerts. He's like, "Yeah, always on the video on Carson Daly. It's always like showing these Britney Spears fans. Why don't they show the real fans?" Like me. Yeah, Brittany. This is in context because this is funny. So I'm hanging with the 25-somethings. And uh, and uh, I don't know if I shouldn't. Well, I wasn't going to drive. but So one girl gets in the, the driver's seat. The other one's messing with the radio. Mm. They finally figure out how to make the radio go from iPod mode to radio mode. And then they, they turn it on their the, – the 24-7 party station and it's going right and then the song changes and they're like oh it's Britney I'm like which Britney and they're like Britney and I'm like no no um is it jailbait Britney is it is it crash and burn Britney is it milf Britney is it like which Britney is it is it my labia's hanging out Britney is it which Britney is it and so the 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 that's wild that's gonna buzz again sorry that's one of the robots selling telling me that there's a problem anyway it was like I was asking a relevant question because I wanted to know what era of that of the song was was it new was it really old was it in the middle because i don't know the music mm. and they thought that it was a bit insulting mm. the way they asked the question but i thought it was clever i'm like what is it jailbait britney is it- <laughs> i love jailbait britney <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway moving on to ipas <laughs> How much time we got left? Jail bait, <laughs> from Jail Bait Brittany 
back IPA. to IPA. We have more. <laughs> There's lots of time left. Right. What do we have? So, ah, oh, shut up, thing. <laughs> what is your robot telling you? My robot's telling me that, oh, it's back up. Okay, good. Well, oh, your website went down? No, I've got a monitoring tool that tells me stuff. So piss off 4chan and they're crashing your website? <sighs> nope. <laughs> Dude, do not piss off 4chan. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd rather piss off my bartender than to piss <laughs> off 4chan. Where is that thing? It's gone. Oh, yeah. And in case any 4chan guys are listening, I will gladly take a picture with a with a shoe on my head and post it online. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't hurt me. <laughs> Do not hurt me. Yeah, where did that thing go? So what... I'm just looking for the – I'm just looking for the uh, – oh, here. It's in this side. Make sure that we got all the stuff that's we're covering. IPA day. IPA day. August 4th. Here I mean, I'd like to think that – I mean, again, it's it's not hurting anyone. It's not – I don't know. I, I'm conflicted because – Well, here's my biggest problem. and um, And it's August – Fourth, mm-hmm. everywhere in the country, it's freaking hot. Yeah, go to Boston. It's can, hot. It's hot. You can make eggs on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> you go to Florida. It's hot. You go to Florida's Iowa. Hot. It's hot. <laughs> you go to Texas. It's hot. You know, everywhere it's. You hot. go to the Midwest. It's hot, and they get killed by a tornado. <laughs> and, and the mosquitoes will carry you away. Yeah. So, so really, there's no consideration. Cicadas will deafen you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss that sound at all. Yeah. I was there for a hatch back when I was four. It was like the every 17-year hatch or something yeah. like that. Oh, my God. Our dog was just running around eating cicadas all day, just off the trees. Just nom, nom, nom. <laughs> so it's hot. And this beer, mm-hmm. I think this one would actually stand up to it, uh, uh, the hot. But as temperature increases... The amount of hops that I want in my beer decreases. Mm. Uh, I'd rather have on a hundred degree day. Than I'd rather have a cider. Uh, I was going to say like a, a Budweiser or a Bud Light mm. or you know something that's not so you know that's more like water actually. You know what I like the uh, the tangerine wheat from uh, oh that's delicious Lost Coast yeah. oh so good yeah I've got I've actually converted a lot of friends on that beer. Okay, see that would be a better that would be a better gateway. Mm. Uh, a watermelon. Lost Coast would be happy. Yeah. Well, like for example, watermelon. <laughs> Buy a bomber of tangerine. <laughs> watermelon wheat is a good example. Uh, yeah. One of, the, one of the, we've had a couple of guests that have been on that have said that the only reason they're a craft beer drinker is because they that somebody turned them on to watermelon wheat, mm. and they thought it was the greatest thing in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's a beer for what it is. Not everyone likes it. It's not for everyone. Uh, but guess what? If it Convert somebody into a into a uh, sour fiend mm-hmm. later on in life, then maybe that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it gets people thinking. It's like watermelon in a beer. That's ridiculous. And they try it. They're go, like, wow, this isn't actually that crazy. It's like I want more. Maybe stuff. I should try other stuff. Yeah. So, you know, and, and the people who are the Ryan Heights. Ryan Heights Cabot. The Ryan Heights Cabot. They're like, oh, nothing can be in beer except for that, except for beer. I'm yeah. Like, well, you I, know what, guys. <laughs> That that's a funny thing. I was researching this yesterday because I somebody was uh, going on and on and on about this new beer that's made uh, with an adjunct so that it's pink. 
Ugh. It's just supposed to appeal to women with the idea that pink beer will make it, you know, somehow uh, more. Oh my drinkable. god! All of a sudden, it tastes like Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Barbie, right? Who's who are you aiming this at? There's a beer blogger named DK or Devin. Oh yeah, and she her first beer that she started liking was an Imperial Stout. Whoa! And I, well, that blew me away. I was like, "Holy moly!" Yeah, like, but you know that's so impressive. But Imperial, think about this, right? Yeah. A lot of beers don't taste like anything, mm. right? They're very, or they're very off flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, some of the beer that we call beer is just gross. Mm-hmm. And so I can see how, you know, if you're not used to this flavor, if you're not used to these things, mm-hmm. how you would just be like, Ugh, I don't like this flavor. And, see- and an Imperial Stout Tastes more like brownies than anything else. Yeah, coffee, brownies, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. You know something that really struck with me, stuck with me from uh, watching the movie Beer Wars, which has a lot of criticisms in it. You know, but I, I think it was a good. It was just like you know, kind of like food ink. It just kind of brings the conversation up. But um, one of the things that really stuck with me was it um, was like Budweiser and Coors Light trying to do these craft beer labels. And okay. one of the things they said, or what Sam from Dogfish had said, was like, look, you go into a supermarket and you see our pumpkin ale for 10 bucks for a four-pack or a six-pack or whatever. And then you see Budweiser's pumpkin ale that the labeling all looks like craft. You don't see that it says Budweiser on it. It says uh, Fairfield Brewing Company. Or no, Green River Brewing Company, I think was right. what it was, from Fairfield. Which is where Budweiser brews its beer in the in California, or at least up in Northern California, um, and it's for selling selling for five bucks for a six pack. And he's like, I'm worried that people are going to buy that, drink that, and get totally turned off because it tastes like crap from craft beer. Right. So you you just got to be careful about like that kind of stuff. You just got to be careful about what kind of beers you introduce well, people. You know, and part of it is like no. I, we're. I'm a huge fan of drinking local beer, mm. right? Drink, drink your. You know, if you're in, if you're in Kalamazoo, Michigan, oh my gosh, you have some of the best beer around you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you if you happen to be on the East Coast, uh, there's a lot of really great beer on the East Coast. If you're in Texas, go seek out the stuff from Shiner that that's not Shiner Bach. Austin's getting a couple new breweries too yeah. that I've heard are pretty good. Uh, I love the, the up in the uh, Lagunitas tap room, though, up above the brewery. There's this bumper sticker. It's from Sam Caglion, and it says, there's a quote from him, and it says, East Coast brewers are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> right? I mean, like, we've, we've said this, I think I already said this, but the further east you go, the less hops there are in beer. Yeah. So, uh, and I. And, well, you, know, you, you, you make what you work with, what yeah. you have access to. Right, and you, and you make beer that's accessible to the people that are coming into your pub. Yeah, I mean, my, my buddy actually has an apple orchard in Indiana, and I'm like, dude, make cider. He's like, I have all these apples left over at the end of the season, and they just rot. I'm like, dude, make cider. Make cider. Yeah. So I actually went out there for two weeks and helped him set up the whole system. Oh, sweet. So you, you made a grinder? We did. Yeah, he, he had the press and the grinder because they make regular cider. Oh, right, and well, everything. So they had half of it. So we put the tanks in. We put we we sealed the floor. We did everything. We just we just made it spick and span, and 
I'm like, dude, you got to make something really dry because I fucking love dry cider. And yeah. he's like, I can't make dry cider because people in the Midwest love really sugary stuff. Yeah. So he's making sugary stuff, and they have a restaurant on the premises, and they're making sugary food. So. Well, okay, if that gets people to, to try this, if that gets people to enjoy the cider, then yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Right? But then he should also do, you know... Uh, he does blackberry wine. He's actually Vin, growing know, hops do, right now. Do Brewers Reserve, and this is the this is the this is the cider that I'm brewing. Yeah. This is what I brew for me. Yeah, and guess what? People are like this is what you brew for you. I want to try. It. Yeah, yeah. Or at least give me a taster and see what it's like. Yeah. And it's like uh, woo. It's yeah. like pucker, fa- pucker factors high. Yeah. You know what? Somebody's <laughs> gonna like that. Yeah. I can feel the gums receding off my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that kind of stuff. That's why I love hops. You know, it's. You can feel the enamel just ripping off your teeth. Yeah. You know, I kind of have a... That's actually kind of (laughs) awesome. So, what's your verdict on... Are you going to celebrate IPA Day? You know, every day is IPA Day. True. Um, At least on the West Coast it is. I'm I'm going to... This was my my original knee-jerk reaction to this, is that, yeah, you know, we're in an area... No, we're in a time. I was going to single out this and single out where I live, but no, we're in a time when there's craft beer around us every single day. There's no reason to drink bad beer. There's all the reason in the world to enjoy the things that are going to be there. And if you don't go to your pub that day, they're not going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Seasonal beer is wonderful beer. IPA happens to be a style that we're, we, um, Enjoy year round, mm-hmm. but there's other beer that's that's brewed that's seasonal. That's a summer beer, right? It might have grains of paradise in it. It might have uh, lemon peel in it. It might have uh, tangerine or orange in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be that it's uh, oh the thing that Sam is brewing right now. Do you see this? Oh, the strawberry. The strawberry. Yeah, oh. those animated gifts online. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, those are beautiful. Yeah, those. Whoever did that was really yeah, on top were, of it. I've actually seen websites dedicated to where it's just images where they just move one thing. Yeah. So it's a person, and, and everyone else around them is frozen, and their head turns right, and their yeah. head turns left, and it's just it really gives it a kind of creepy, cool look to it. And yeah. That was really cool. It was nice to see those. But anyway, the strawberries, right? Yeah. I can't wait to try that. Mm. All my friends who are on gluten-free diets can't wait to try it. <laughs> and right now they're all drinking Red Bridge from Budweiser. I tried one of those. Oh, my God, that thing is terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, my take is IPA day every day. Yeah. If we're going to go to the effort, this is, and, you know, this is the thing. This is the thing about the show. Yeah. Right? If you have an opportunity to introduce a beer to somebody, do it now. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for August the fourth. Don't wait for December the fifth. Don't wait for uh, July the seventh. You know, there's nothing February the twenty ninth. February the twenty ninth, right? <laughs> Groundhog Day. Uh, the day after, when the person's like, "I'll never drink tequila again." Yeah. Well, I got your new drink for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it it. It's always about education, and it's always about trying new things. You know, don't be that guy who just likes one style of beer or one kind of beer. Mm-hmm. You know, one brand of beer. You know, we're getting it even more. You're limiting yourself. Yeah, and you, you know, the idea is if you're if you're a craft beer aficionado, 
then you should want other people to be around you that that enjoy that stuff. You know, and some people are like, I don't like dark beer. <laughs> okay, so you've just eliminated half of the beer yeah. that you could ever try. Because do you consider this dark beer? Yeah. Like this is, you can't really see through this. Right. It is organic, by the way. Although organic is a funny word. Basically, you just shouldn't put limits on yourself. Exactly. And, you know, part of it is, uh, you know, and I'm fine. I'm all for education. Bring it. Make, yeah. you know, if it, if it helps people get stuff done, cool. It's like uh, teach a friend to brew day. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love the fact that there's a bunch of noise about teach a friend to brew day. Right. But we, you know, there's opportunities to brew every single weekend, 52 times a year. Yeah. Well, okay, so you can't brew on Christmas weekend. You can't brew on Thanksgiving. Well, you can't you know, brew on Thanksgiving. Oh, right? you can yeah. totally brew on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because what else are you going to do on Friday? Hey, what are you going to do with all that fruitcake on Christmas? You just throw it in the batch. <laughs> yeah, finally get rid of that damn fruitcake. Just put that in the, put that in the mash. Put it in the mash. Call it, fruit, call it fruitcake beer. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway. But the thing I love about homebrewing, though, is that whenever you tell your friends who aren't into beer that you're homebrewing, they're like, dude, let me help. I'll do whatever Ever. you want. Yeah. And it's like, okay, do you mind cleaning bottles? No. I'll do it. I'll it's do like, it. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's every part of it's fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see if we got Except this. when the beer goes bad. Let's see if I got this covered. Let's see. Seeing people order it because it's the easiest thing to say, mm. not because they wanted it. Just because it's my go-to beer doesn't mean... A Bud Light drinker will like it. They won't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the other forty styles of beer? Are we going to have days for them too? That's a good question. There's fifty-two weeks in a year. Mm-hmm. There's forty. Okay, I'm using forty styles because that's just the easy. There's actually way more styles than forty now, but yeah. we'll call it forty. That means that uh, there's uh, twelve weeks that we can't. Or actually, so there's no. There's one week missing. So how many hop varieties are there now? I don't know. Isn't like 27? Something like that. It's Dude, a lot. Once they get to 57 varieties or 52 varieties, we can just have each week be a different hop. There you go. <laughs> Serious. And then the other note. Seriously, IPA in the middle of summer? Question mark. <laughs> really? Uh, okay, Smarty. What would you have picked? And I wrote pale. Not as hoppy. Way more accessible as a style. Coming from a yellow fizzy beer. Way more accessible. Mm. Uh, it's sweeter. It has some characteristics that you know that are not the that or stout, uh, uh, mostly because it has a challenge of color, but not Guinness. Okay, Guinness. We're talking about Guinness. No, I'm saying like if you're gonna pick stout, you know, let's like let's do Stout Day. Have you had Guinness 250? It's awesome, dude. That I feel like that's what Guinness should taste that's like. That's always what Guinness should taste <laughs> like. Yeah. How could I have this year round? Fuck sake. <clears throat> And last Thursday, question mark, apostrophe, WTF. <laughs> the busiest bar night and you and your amount oh and you are out, out for a promotion. Tuesday or Saturday, better choices. Uh, and then the last was No, I'm not I can't say that part. Mm. All right, there was it was this. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm all you know, hooray, IPA day. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Go do this. Go be part of it. Um, if you need to know the story of IPA, why do they call it IPA? IPA stands for India Pale Ale. 
And the idea was, and here's the short story of popular this. opinion. Popular opinion is that beer was made in England, put on boats, shipped around the Horn of Africa to India, where the troops were starving for beer. And the first beers that they put on the boat did not fare so well because they went bad. Went bad along the way. All right. Well, it is a hundred and twenty days journey. Sometimes 150. And it's hot. And it's hot. So that's the first problem. So they figured out, well, they didn't figure out. They knew this. If you put more hops and made the beer more alcoholic, brought the ABV up, then the beer would be preserved better. Mm-hmm. So we all know that hops is a preservative. We know that alcohol uh, ages. More alcohol helps the beer age. So they sent that beer around the horn, and the troops got there, and they loved it. So then these kids all came back one by one. They get to the pub and they go, yeah, I'll have a pale. The barkeep's like, here you go. And the guy goes, no, 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 not that one. The India pale ale. Yeah. Because they were used to that beer. Here's the problem with the story. There's no factual evidence. There's no factual evidence. <laughs> we, don't know that, we don't know that this is all circumstantial at this point. We also know that the beer was 120 days old by the time it got to the other side. So in unknown wood... Mm. They had, in barrels that had been used a bunch of times. Yeah. So we don't know. I mean, that beer might have been foul. It might have been the best thing in the world. It might have had an oaky property that there, whatever was imparting from that. Wasn't there a brewery that tried to recreate the the voyage? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that's our three sheets to the wind guy. Oh, Zane Lamprey? Yeah. <laughs> and so he sent a keg around the world, and he basically had it on a boat. Wait, in a keg or in a no, barrel? Keg. Okay. Oh, it's not cheating. Because uh, <laughs> the, the idea was is that the motion of the ocean was the thing that was keeping the uh, stuff going and making it so that that was there. But we've had breweries that have recreated that. They put it in a barrel, they dry hop the thing, flip it like this for a bunch of times, and then, you know, 60 days later, they open it up and people are like, ugh, it's horrible. <laughs> I've actually got a funny story about lost kegs and lakes. They, uh, a buddy of mine, he was on a, on a trip in college. Cops showed up. They had underage drinkers. So some guy threw one of the kegs into the lake. <laughs> Just threw it off the boat, off the off the dock or whatever, right. into the lake. They're like, dude, why'd you do that? We have people here who are 21. Like, we didn't need to do that. Keg's gone. Three years later, they're back there. There was a drought. The lake was pretty much dry. They found the keg. There's the keg sitting there. Sweet. And it was like high life or something like that. So what did they do? Pop it. They tapped it, <laughs> and they said it was damn good. Of course. It was in the bottom of a lake for <laughs> yeah, three just years. Chilly chilling, water. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not exposed to the There was light. a cheese up in uh, Canada that they were trying to sell that they dropped like a whole round of cheese in wax. Accidentally, it turns out that the temperature of the lake was like perfect oh. for keeping that cheese at the right temperature. Lake and- cheese. Lake cheese. <laughs> 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 anyway, you were saying? <laughs> lake cheese. I'd, I'd go for some lake cheese. I like lake cheese. Uh, what was I? Oh, so anyway, so it's an unknown. It's un. There's a bunch of unknowns, right? Mm. So the other thing is, is that, uh, and this link is on the show called IPA. We did a whole show specifically about this. Some of the research that I found was the recipe in an 1850 brewing book for IPA. It was it was 03 percent, or excuse me, one percent more alcoholic. And they had the pounds of hops that were thrown in, and it was not that much. It was like 1% more hops. Mm. So the recipe is the recipe is not 
in the book because it's you know from so long ago pretty hard to dispute that mm. you know it's certainly not that beer yeah right it's, not it's certainly not it's certainly not nine point something or seven point something it's certainly not that which is six point something with one hop well, when you have the head of the Brewers Association being like, this is the story that we believe. I mean, you, you kind of believe in that folklore that yeah that they made, like, oh, all the beer was about 4% or 5%. And then they just, like, decided, oh, we'll do 6.8 or something like that and hop the shit out of it. But I don't know where that came from. It's a nice story. It's a nice story. I mean, it's, you yeah. know, it's pretty fun and, and that. It's like, but there's no, I don't know. This, the historical evidence proves has proven that it's possibly not the case. It's possibly not the way that that beer is there. So that's one story you can tell people. Uh, the better story about uh, what where IPA came from is what, when brewers were starting to look for new recipes after uh, the brewing law got changed in 1977, uh, all these old recipes got revisited. So, you know, you pull stuff out of out of the old books, out of the pre-prohibition books, out of the 1850 books, and you find these things, and you find these names, and you're like, okay, this is stuff that we're going to try. And you make IPA from a, a recipe, and you're like, eh, it's okay. And then, as any brewer does, they tweak it. Yeah. Make it their own. Make it their own. And I believe that if we would send this beer back in a time machine to India, everyone would pretty much fall over <laughs> they'd be this is like, the greatest thing ever no they were like what the hell is this <laughs> like from mount olympus yeah this is like <laughs> this is not the this is not ipa this is not so, beer. if anchor brewing I've, I've heard this anchor brewing saved porter right yeah anchor brewing pretty much restarted the whole porter craze yep who did the first ipa who? oh albion new albion new albion okay yeah, we can pretty much – well, it's either going to be that. It's certainly not Sierra Nevada because they were brewing this bottle-conditioned pale ale. Yeah. Uh, and although they had an IPA, it wasn't their bread. It wasn't their thing that was making them money. Right. And uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna point to New Albion as the, as the guys that made that. They only lasted for, what, three years? Three years. What happened? Uh, well, you know, it's like everything else. You come, you come into – you come into You're the, the pioneer pioneers. I mean, yeah. man, you don't want to be a pioneer in any business. Mm. Um, I've said again and again and again, mm. um, you know, like a lot of people are like, dude, you're going to use the new final cut. I'm like, I'm not a pioneer. Yeah. Was have, I've got arrows to prove it, <laughs> but I'm just not, I'm not going to be that guy anymore. Um, and you know, brewing right now, like look at new Albion when it was, when it opened, they were the first or the second in the state of California. No one was brewing beer. If you tasted the the recreation of the recipe of the first one, it's not that good. Yeah. But it's not that bad either. It's mm. just that, you know, we're all used to something like eh, you know, bigger that. And so when you when you uh ta- when go back in time and taste that beer as if you're as if the beer that you just had before it was a Budweiser. Yeah. Not going to like And all it. you've been drinking is Budweiser for the last Yeah, it's just going to four be, decades. Yeah. It's just going to blow your mind. You're yeah. just like I don't like this beer. My dad used to work for Lucky Lager. Oh, wow. Yeah. He he uh 
pioneered their sustainability movement with reusable glass and all that. Um, we actually have a bottle of Lucky Lager that looks disgusting. I bet. And a bottle of PBR from I don't know what era, but there's something solidified down at the bottom. Yeah, something you <laughs> Well, you know, whatever the findings are, whatever the color was, whatever, there's a lot of things that that could be. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the homework, the homework, yeah. the best part about beer school is the homework. The homework is beer. Yep. So the homework, of course, is to go and participate in IPA day. As goofy as it is, as much as we don't particularly think it's a great idea, mm. go haul your dumbass friends to the bar and order an IPA. Get them a pitcher. <laughs> well, yeah, or here's the thing. Or just go into it. Say, right? I bought it. You have to drink it. Yeah, or the other thing to do is to – or take them into IPA days. Go, yeah, it's IPA day. Mm. They're like, we don't like IPAs. I'm like, well, well then we'll get you this beer instead. Yeah. But, you know, if, if, it, if craft beer is not on the agenda, then get them a better beer. Get them an IPA, backup, get them a craft beer. Yeah, and the craft beer is, you know, look at the summer beers that are on. Yeah. Like Kolsch. Oh, what a delicious style that is. Have Have you been to Social Kitchen Mm-mm. on a Monday? No. <laughs> so the Kolsch keeps coming around until you tell them to stop. <laughs> God, Social Kitchen. Talk about bad juju, that place. It is, it is a cursed. cursed. It's cursed. It's cursed. I don't think they're, but I think they're doing okay. Oh, Rich, I mean, is, Rich, Rich is doing great work there. Rich is brewing a lot of beer. But goddamn, every time I go in there, I'm like one of five people. That Nano Brewery Festival? Yeah, that was huge. That was awesome. I don't think that's going to happen again. No. Well, here's I the, think they bent a few laws. <laughs> they bent all the laws. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the problem with that. They, had, they thought, oh, yeah, 50... 60, 80 people are going to show up for this. Yeah. They had no idea that 800 people were going to show up for it. Yeah. Oops. And it turns out if you rent the whole the whole venue for a specific occasion, you yeah. have to get another permit. Oh, yeah. So it's... And the insurance and the other... And the bouncers and the Shit. people and the I'm so glad nothing went wrong. Yeah, that could have been the end of those guys. That was fun, though. That was a lot of fun. Well, I was on my way, and I started seeing the pictures and the report of the line. I'm like, huh, yeah. guess what I'm not going to go do? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the homework. Go to IPA day. Go to IPA day. Get an IPA. Convert a friend. Don't, don't go crazy and get a double IPA for your friends if they're not used to it. No. Get an IPA. Yeah, and in fact, so the other, well, there's, I don't know what's available, but here, there's always multiple IPAs. Mm. So we have a choice. Uh, like, for example, Sculpin IPA. Have you had Ooh, this? Ooh, Sculpin's good. Delicious, yeah. right? And it has, no, it's Dude. it's smooth. Port Brewing? Oh, my God. I love Port Brewing. Old Viscosity, Old, all that stuff. Older sea Monster. Sea Monster. Yeah. Ooh. Older Viscosity is great. <laughs> Not, that, not that, your dad's 30 weight. No. <laughs> that was on a beer revolution the other day. Was older it? Older viscosity. <laughs> oh, my gosh. that's And then there's barrel-aged older viscosity. Yeah. Well, on IPA day, go gentle. Yeah. Give them a little foreplay. Give them a little uh, explanation on the day and what it means and what they're about to taste. If they haven't had an IPA before, just be like, hey, I'm warning you right now. It's going to be a little bitter. Yeah. Like, it's going to... 
be a little harsh on your tongue, but it's and, supposed uh, to be like that. It's supposed to be like that. So, uh, and it won't be the day that the show comes out, but I will have an IPA day cheat sheet mm. so that you can know the range of stuff so you can compare it to what people are normally drinking. So it'll explain what IBUs are, what ABV is, what hops are, what hops you might be tasting. Right. Um, a comparison to, say, uh, a normal beer. I still dream of a day when McKellar, with their single hop series, will put out a 24-pack of 24 different hops. <laughs> that's just that's kind of oh, it's so it's like it's like that's kind of impossible, right? <laughs> no, I think I mean there's because you need because you you've got to do you've got to have you got to brew twenty four days in a row. You have to <laughs> you have to have twenty four different have 14, tanks. You have to have fourteen different tanks. Yeah, right, because you're going to have overlap on that. Right, right. And then you have to bottle it pretty much right away, so that you have I, room. And I don't. And then they can do eighteen right now. They have eighteen different ones right now. 24 wow, is not that much of a stretch. Pack. Wow, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Right. I'm, so I'm, write, I, to, write to McKellar. <laughs> write, to McKellar. <laughs> write to McKellar and say, yes, that would be, yes, please, a 24 That would be pack. IPA school yeah. in a case. You know, my favorite, one of my favorite festivals what? is the, uh, is the uh, Hop Rhizome Festival. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it's one, it's always one hop beers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Brian Hunt came one year, and he had three beers made, same recipe, hopped three ways. <laughs> and uh, you could make other beers from that beer. Brian Hunt's a kick. I love talking to that guy. Yeah, he's fun. <laughs> All right. Well, we only have one last thing to say on beer school, and that is class dismissed. dismissed. Yeah, that's kind of pathetic, dismissed, but whatever. <laughs> that's funny. All right. We have more beer to drink. Yep. All right, kid. Don't hit the can. Yeah. Kid, open the door.